What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Pursuing Purpose. I think this is like episode seven. We're a lot in, and today I have two special guests. My first time having two guests, and I am so excited. Um, most of you already know them, but to introduce you, Nick and Brittany Spicer. Let's go. Hey, Danielle. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for taking the time to be on this podcast. Um, I mean, if you have had the honor of knowing Nick and Brittany, then your life is blessed for forever. So (laughs) thank you guys for being on um, with me today. So go ahead, maybe just like introduce yourselves, tell like a little bit of like your story, um, just kind of a background. Well, first time you need to explain like we're in a different spot, like. That's true. This is a change up for the yes, podcast. Yes, very, so. very different from like my normal setup. Because I have three people, I needed like a bigger space. So um, we're in like the mother's infants room of our church, which yeah. Brittany actually yeah, like, Brittany and Shout Nick. Yeah, Brittany and Nick like actually like helped and Sarah. basically and Sarah. And Sarah Harper. Bubba. Yes, Sarah Harper. Lots of people were involved, but. A labor of love. Yes, absolutely. So this room looks amazing. So also to spotlight the room. Um, yes, thank you for reminding me about Shout that. Out. So yeah, different room, but I love the vibe. It's got the couch because you're a couple. So it's perfect. <laughs> a little love seat. Yes, exactly. Oh. So it's perfect. But yeah, introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about you guys. You can go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Nick Spicer. This is my wife, Brittany. We're married. Yeah. Um, we'll actually celebrate our 10-year anniversary next August. Um, mm-hmm. So nine years this August. So mm-hmm. kind of jumping the gun there, but... So yeah, um, we've been coming to the church for ten years, I think. About that same amount of time, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, we got two children: uh, Levi, our firstborn. Mm-hmm. He's two and a half years old, and Evangeline was born last December. Yep. So she's about five, five months. And a half, yep. Going on six months. Yep. Um, so we're not busy at all. No, uh, yeah. No. Life's great. <laughs> super, super easy, chill, laid back. We yes. get a lot of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just rehomed our, our dog. So yeah, that, sad. that one was sad. I'm not even gonna lie. Whenever I saw your story that one morning, I was driving to the church. I literally started I started tearing up. Yeah, well, it was so too. sad because <laughs> I know what it's like to like like because my dog that I grew up with he passed away mm. and I and even though your dog didn't like pass away, you're still like rehoming you, it. You're yeah, you're still grieving. Day, grieving it exactly. So. And it made me, it literally made me cry because I'm like, oh my gosh. I cried many times because mm-hmm. of Nick being sad because Nick is like the most even kill person ever. <laughs> right. So for him to be sad, I was like, wow, <laughs> this is heavy. Like Nick has emotions? Like what? <laughs> Just a couple. Just a few emotions. <laughs> no big deal. I got to manage it. But yeah, I mean, I work here at the church, um, full-time worship coordinator, um, assistant to Pastor Sam, the youth, youth group. Mm-hmm. What do you do, Brittany? I'm in the (laughs) corporate world, real estate, acquisitions, and finance, um, and senior housing specifically. Nice. Yeah. Making the big bucks. (laughs) (laughs) She's very smart. (laughs) Very big deal. Let's go. (laughs) I'm just hyping you up. No, you guys are the big deal here. Whatever. Yeah, we work in ministry, Nick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, my job earlier today was like finding out how to fix that tripod onto the, the camera and uh, yeah very big like, things happening here I just yeah like, i would not so. know how to do my job without nick like <laughs> you think i'm i'm good at what i do is because nick knows more than i do so no. um anyways but yeah so i want to start off with like some icebreaker things so I, I try to do at the beginning to kind of like 
get the nerves out. It's also just something fun. Gets to know you guys a little bit better. So I have a couple would you rather questions. Mm, I like it. For this one. So there's like 10 of them, I think. So to start off, would you rather have the ability to move things with your mind or read minds? Move things with my mind? I'm thinking that too. I don't want access to. Uh-uh. <laughs> I know. I don't like, want all that. Yeah, right. I mean, it can be Sometimes it could be nice, but I mean, like, can you turn it off? I mean, I or guess because it's, it's like a power, superpower. Because yeah. like just when you move into things, it. you would be able to like not, you yeah. know. So yeah, control I guess it. You could control it, so, so it would like come in handy you. sometimes. I'm really nosy, so honestly, I'd probably just want to be able to read people's minds. Yeah, what's Nick really thinking? I'm not going to tell you, but yeah, <laughs> also, I'd definitely rather move stuff. Yeah, if you could move stuff, maybe I could move my own body to like travel other yeah, places. Yeah, like you just move yourself. Yeah. Exactly. That's like, smart. You, you can already do that. You just walk. <laughs> no. Like, you just walk. I would like there. some real Italian pizza You already for have dinner. that power. Well, I'd have to get on a Us plane. I can't just like be there. Well, that's, that's I don't true. think that's the idea, right? Because that's a telep... No, what's that one? Teleportation. Teleportation, yeah. What you're saying is you more can, like, like telekinesis, where you can like where move you can other like objects. like I could move like like the force. Yeah, like I could well, move yeah. that picture frame. But I like move. I could move the mirror. Maybe I could just move my body and fly. <laughs> Maybe I could just walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know I flight was. A, I mean, I'd still pick this one, whatever it entails. <laughs> whatever a part of it, I'll take it. I don't want to read people's minds. Uh, okay, so we're going with moving things with minds. Yes. Nice. Okay. Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or the internet? Oh, give up the, rest the of internet. Life. So, like, never have air conditioning and heating or, like, never have internet? Ooh. It's tough because most of, like, it's human history, a... there's not been air conditioning. That's a pretty yeah. recent phenomenon. Or internet. Oh, right. <laughs> They're both kind of like recent. The... Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like you could adjust to, like, just being hot or cold. Mm-hmm. It depends true. on where you live, too. I, I mean, I could always relocate somewhere mm-hmm. where I have internet right. and, like, a temperate climate that's not too mm-hmm. hot or cold. Yeah. I don't know. The internet, the internet thing's tough. Solid. I mean, you literally couldn't even have a job these days without internet. No, right. I'm like, I don't so, know. Like, my job yeah, is literally just the internet. So, like, this podcast would not exist without internet. sweaty hot It's like, even like the question, <laughs> that question last night in Reach where he was like, oh, would you rather not, not, not be able to take a shower for a month or not have internet for a month? Yeah, and there's like five <laughs> disgusting the, people the, that went over there. <laughs> it was like me, Jaden, and like JT. Jaden was like, I have a YouTube channel. I have to... <laughs> I was like, I love yes, it. yes, I have the podcast, so I have to have internet. Y'all I can't, they can't smell me, you know? I can just stay in my room for a month. I respect the commitment. Right. <laughs> we were hardcore getting judged, though, which I understand. I'll take the heat, though. <laughs> okay, would you rather um, swim in a pool of... Okay, swim in a pool full of Nutella or maple syrup? Oh, Nutella for sure. Syrup is sticky. Yeah, And I'm not true. trying to get that out everywhere. I feel like more, Nutella's more thick, though, so it'd be, like, harder to swim, right? Because it's kind of like peanut butter. That's what I was thinking. I'd probably pick... It'd probably syrup. be easier to swim in syrup, but yeah. then also, like, after, you'd be, like, literally sticking to everything. But you don't necessarily have to, like, make it to the other side, right? That's true. Just, like, be in there and be like, cool, now I have a lot of now, Nutella. This <laughs> isn't a problem. <laughs> if you're playing, like, water polo, it'd probably be... Yeah, I mean, that might be harder. If you're just kind of, you know, hanging out there soaking, talking to friends... I mean, it'd Either be like fine for that. it'd be like a mud bath. It's probably therapeutic. Maybe yeah, people would pay a lot it's for hazel, that. Yeah, right? It's Nutella yeah. hazelnut, mm-hmm. so it's probably good like properties for your skin. Yeah, yeah. Whereas syrup's just straight up. Well, is it pure maple syrup or like the fake? Are we allowed to talk we'll about go. Aunt Jemima's? Are we gonna get canceled? <laughs> <laughs> I 
the big stuff. Nick, don't get me canceled, okay? Sorry. You can edit that out. <laughs> I'll edit that one out. Um, okay, would you rather have a personal mate or a personal chef? Oh. What does a maid do? Like everything? Like clean. Clean, clean laundry, all the time. Yeah. Dishes. Like, yeah, yeah. that. Di- like everything. Like yeah. You- Everything would just yeah, always yeah, stay yeah, clean. Because then I'd have more time to like enjoy cooking my own. Food. Yes, mm-hmm. like, I agree. And that's what I would clean go up with. after me. Yeah, mainly because my, my room's a disaster right yeah. now because I've been redoing it for a month, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, if I had a maid, like all this would be taken care of, and I wouldn't have to do any of it. Yeah, you could just do the fun stuff. Yeah, and clean up your messes. Exactly. They could just clean it up. So yeah, I, I would definitely pick the maid. In another life, I could have been a maid. You you like cleaning Nick, though, right? Nick is like, kind of our maid at home, honestly. He's mm. the one that like he loves cleaning and uh-huh. it needs to be clean, so he does the most of it. Yeah, <laughs> do a really good job too. Yeah, it's, I remember because I came over to y'all's house the other night and like literally Nick was like cleaning the he was just cleaning while we were there. Cleaning yes, as yeah. like if we I were done, so he was just cleaning it. Over <laughs> to people's houses, no one else does that, but it feels normal for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's productive because, like, then you do it and then you don't have to worry about it. You just Listen, do it right after. I think that's after, part so. of it. It just gives me, like, clarity to, like, be able to, like, be in the moment later. Because otherwise, yeah, I'm, just there, I'm just, like, looking at just staring at the dirty gotta dishes. Get cleaned later. Everyone's trying to play a game and he's like, oh, the pots and pans. <laughs> he's stressed. Don't I even ask him how many vacuums he has, though. That's a whole other topic. Oh, my God. That is a that? problem. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Can that be this Go. episode's <laughs> The debate, Topic. the debate of today. I'll bring you guys know. on another day. We'll talk about vacuuming. Okay. Yeah, couples counseling. <laughs> yes. No, we need like we need like Pastor Mike in here for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mike and Doris. It can be you guys, and Mike and Doris. There are worse addictions. So there absolutely, are. we'll take it. Um. Okay. Would you rather have a pause or a rewind button in your life? It's so, like, would you rather be able to like pause a moment or be able to like rewind to a moment? Mm-hmm. Pause. Yeah, I would say pause, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm also thinking, especially now with like little kids, Absolutely, you know, yeah. to be able to just soak it in. But it would be fun to be able to go back and experience something, but only just for like a minute and not uh-huh. worry about everything else that came right. with it. <laughs> be like, let's see what Levi was like for a baby for a minute, but mm-hmm. not deal with um, all the diapers in yeah. that time or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think fondly of the past and have like, feelings of nostalgia but it never gets to the point where like man like i just really want to go back to that yeah. time like yeah. for me it's enough to just like remember them and just like, right that was a good time but like i still you know there's still a lot of good times that i'm having currently and so yeah exactly kind of where my mind ends up coming back to mm-hmm. yeah. and if you could pause then like your vacations could be really long which sure. would be cool right or the house, oh yeah the house could stay clean longer <laughs> <laughs> they're Sorry. gonna think with the cleaning again <laughs> okay no that's good i would do, i would pick the same thing um okay would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or play every instrument language language yeah yeah that would be real i don't know that's such a hard one i think for me instruments would come in more handy mm-hmm. i think just because like you could like it, record record like... doing those kind of things but i think like as far as traveling goes obviously yes. languages yes I could see for both of y'all being like worship leaders and scheduling people for your teams. If you could play every instrument, mm-hmm. then you could fill in yeah, at like, any time. Yeah, which would be really nice. Does that. Like he plays. Well, he's been doing a lot more like bass and like keys and stuff. Yeah, and, and well, basically you do too. You played yeah. drums last night. I did, which yeah. was amazing. Y'all, I begged Shout Nick out. for at least a year to let me play drums somewhere, and it finally I happened. Finally it happened. He finally caved. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just take the sticks and go. Do ahead. it. Stop <laughs> asking me questions. No, you did a great job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Solid. solid. Yeah. There's, I mean, I do not consider myself a pro, but it was pretty good for like 
yeah not drumming like, what, in a long time 20 minutes of rehearsal mm -hmm. to, and then just we just did it yeah so. it was fun though i really enjoyed it i enjoyed playing drums you know yeah. so thank you Randy, for letting you me lost do that. your job does Randy watch? Yeah, yeah, because he comments a lot. So <laughs> yeah, Randy, hi Randy. Drummer, Randy, I played drums and reefs last night. I might be taking. You got job. some competition. Yeah, you got some competition, yeah, man. Better step up. <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking over there. The camera's right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next one. There's only a few more. Okay, would you rather always have a full phone battery or a full tank of gas? Hmm. I kind of feel like well, the gas would save you a lot of money. Mm -hmm. That's so, true. I would probably go with that, but I feel like my phone is constantly dying, which is annoying. Yeah. So. No, mine is too. Like, literally, I'll use it for like 20 minutes. It's on, it's on like 50%. I'm like, what's, go what's going on <laughs> like, here? What happened? Like, I, always, I have to plug it up 24-7. Yes. And I have like 13 Pro. How long so it's not that for? old. I don't know. And I don't use, I mean, I don't use it that often. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Because whenever I'm here, I'm like doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'd pick the gas. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have the, I think I got this phone like fall of last year so mm -hmm. so currently like i don't have any issues with battery life like pretty much can go all day yeah and just plug it in at night um you're living in the good days yes yes but yeah the gas would save a lot of money thing. and so you don't have money. to like go get Plus, gas anywhere yes yeah i mean that's it's probably a first world problem but like that's always annoying when you're like out of gas like even though it's like on my way home <laughs> i don't want to stop i'm like it's such an inconvenience mm -hmm. it literally takes right minutes, but. yeah but when we travel like nick's family lives in pennsylvania so when we go visit them it's 12 hours mm -hmm. and so that would save some cash real fast. oh yeah absolutely and y'all travel i mean not a lot but like when you go like you go that's i, I always love like seeing y'all's travels and stuff yeah so. we enjoy it it's mm -hmm. fun we could do some like cross-country adventures on yeah. the jeep absolutely okay one more and i think i already know y'all's answered this but would you rather live on the beach or a cabin in the woods Hmm. For a living, yeah, a cabin on the wood. Yeah, the wood that's thing. what I thought y'all would say. Yeah. A beach vacation's pretty cool though. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Unless the woods are like Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say like uh, mountains. Or like Mississippi like, woods or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a nice mountainous wood wooded area. Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah, I would. I don't. As far as living goes, I don't know. I think it'd be so. I think of like Outer Banks. I would love to live on the beach the if show. I was like yeah, like Outer Banks the show. I think that would be so cool to like live. Or I don't know if they live on the beach, but it's like a. It is an ocean, right? Yeah. And yeah. Outer Banks. Yeah, it's the Outer Banks. The is, Outer Banks. Like a beach yeah, I just think of yeah. that, and I think like as a teenager, I think that'd be so cool. And my mom grew up like in Panama City. She like mm -hmm. lived out there, mm -hmm. and so like every weekend they go like you know on the boat and stuff. So that would be cool. Mm -hmm. But like I think it would also be cool to just like live in a cabin like in the woods. Yeah. And like hike every day, and I think that would be really fun. Hear the birds. Yeah. Just Hit the nice birds. And cool. Exactly. Get some good views. <laughs> Yes, lots of content would be happening for sure. Okay. There's the there's addiction the, there's coming the out. <laughs> I could post. I just exposed it. myself. <laughs> I could post. I can take my camera. I can so take many good stories. No, right. Okay, so today's topic I wanted to talk about, and actually Jordan gave me this idea, <clears throat> um, talking about questioning God, um, and I think it's it's just I feel like human nature to always be hesitant or like question God like in your relationship when he asks you to do something, when you hear from him, just like being hesitant of like saying yes. And I think that's something, that's definitely something I struggle with sometimes. It's just like, even like when you're going through something, you're like, where is God in this? Mm -hmm. You know, that, that kind of thing. And so questioning if he's even there. And so I think you guys would obviously, any, any topic I could have picked, you guys would be great at. But um, I think this is something that is kind of deep. Like it can be like a deep topic. And so I just think y'all would be really good just like breaking this stuff down. So my first kind of opening thing is like, is it okay to question God? And should we feel like, 
any shame or like feel guilt about questioning God. Go ahead. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> well, I guess you asked two questions. So to the first question of, mm-hmm. um, is it okay to question God? Um, yes, to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, although there's probably some like ways I'd like to qualify that and just kind of explain that a little bit more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yes, it's okay, and no, you shouldn't necessarily feel ashamed for mm-hmm. kind of having those um, yeah, those moments of questioning or tension or, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think the tension is so natural and human, like. Mm-hmm. Because in a lot of cases, we're not seeing or hearing tangibly what God says. So it's only natural to kind of be trying to sort that out and um, and, and figure out what really he's leading us to do. Um, But I think also, you know, if you're questioning God, then you're in really good company. Mm -hmm. Eve was tempted by Satan to question God. Jesus was tempted by Satan to question God. So, you know, I think it's just in that way part of the human existence and really one of the, like, oldest tricks in the book that mm-hmm. he has against us, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of what you do with those moments of, you know, mm-hmm. you called it, like, just a temptation and just, like, a suggestion of, of thoughts or un- uncertainty about something. Um, but then it's kind of the pivotal point for those characters is what did they do with that? Like, what mm-hmm. actions did they take? Yeah, because um, in those two examples... Following drastically different yeah, results yeah. Eve <laughs> went a certain direction and jesus went another direction yeah and so it's kind of therein that lies kind of the um the thing that we should kind of more so focus on rather than just the immediate like oh i'm having these feelings or these questions arising mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean I, just the two things that that i wanted to kind of like say to clarify that is that um it kind of the questioning can kind of take different um have different like tone uh, depending on like your spiritual growth or kind of where you're at. Mm-hmm. So I just think of like, you know, somebody that's new um, to faith or even just like exploring and open to like God and, and trying to just mm-hmm. seek truth and seek him. Um, like they're going to have some more questions that kind of are a little bit more of like, I need this to be answered. And they're kind mm-hmm. of like asking God, like you, you need to come through and like figure this out for me mm-hmm. you know, or, or else I'm not going to believe in you kind of thing. Like, I yeah. Need, you know, you hope people like say like I need it to be written in the sky that like Jesus is Lord, um, and some of that can be just like cop outs of like people like they don't want to, but they just say that because mm-hmm. you know, that's what it's going to take. But some people are genuinely like they need that kind of a sign, and so I think that that kind of questioning is like good for like somebody that's just younger spiritually and like still in those beginning phases. Um, but I think that there's like a progression that you have to kind of get out of that mode of like questioning God of like always demanding. It's like this entitled. Mm-hmm. kind of immature thing where like mm-hmm. you're just like demanding answers from god like, like you he need owes to tell you me something. exactly yeah. how this works yeah, yeah like <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this thing that i'm going through yeah. i don't like how this problems has arisen like you need to figure that out for me god uh-huh. like, or else i'm not gonna like follow you so i think there needs to be that growth there where you're just kind of like settling into um just this kind of restful place of trust even in the midst of like kind of having you know these things in you that are just like mm-hmm. kind of unsettled about this but i've learned how to just leave it kind of leave it at, at God's feet mm-hmm. and just, like, trust him. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you had any other thoughts about that. There's, like, a verse that I, I was going to just yeah, say. Or like, it's it's a Psalm 131. It's the whole psalm, but it's a short psalm. But it's one that I kind of come back to a lot just when I'm dealing with some of these um, questions. It says, Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I don't concern myself with matters too great or too awesome for me to grasp. Instead, I have calmed and quieted my, myself 
uh, like a weaned child who no longer cries for its mother's milk. Yes, like a weaned child is my soul within me. Um, oh, Israel, put your hope in the Lord now and always. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of that, that posture of like calming and quieting my soul mm-hmm. and kind of rehearsing that to myself. Like mm-hmm. I've got these things kind of coming up in me, but I'm not going to like, God, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> like make the stop. It's right. just like, it's okay that I don't know. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just a man. Yeah, absolutely. So when I think of like questioning God, I think trust has a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. So how does trust come into play with like questioning God, with having those hesitancies and just trusting him basically? We always like look at each other. <laughs> like, like who wants to answer first? <laughs> who went first last time? Well, me. Oh, <laughs> listen, oh. you're the theological one. No, so can you can go <laughs> first again. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, trust, I think trust is the, like the main indicator of whether you're questioning in a healthy way or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that the way that trust is like visibly seen and like, you can like identify as like, okay, I'm being trusting in this is basically just comes down to obedience. And like, are you kind of humbling yourself? And like, even if it doesn't feel like some of the, the right things that I think I should be doing like whether they're worth it or not, or whether they're actually doing anything beneficial to me or honoring to God, like, Mm -hmm. do I still commit myself to acting in a certain way or to being in a certain way? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that if you can kind of like rest in that of like, okay, like I've given up doing this or thinking this or acting this way because I, because I believe, you know, I have this conviction that it's, it's good. It's, it's God's Mm -hmm. commands and it's obedience to him. Um, Then whatever kind of, emotional mental states or questioning that I might have um, I can at least rest on that knowing that I'm acting in a trusting way because Mm -hmm. I've kind of given up something through it all Mm -hmm. yeah I read a book kind of early in the year or maybe end of last year but it was by Jackie Hill Paris she's a bible teacher really fantastic stuff but um she talks about how you know if the character of God that is described in the bible is real and if God cannot sin, then he's literally the most trustworthy being mm-hmm. that's ever existed. Is and it so, holier than thou? Yeah, holier yes, than thou. I'm reading that book right now. It's so oh, good. it's so good. Yes, holier it's so than good. thou. Die then. It's if so you, good. If you have any doubts about, like, who God is, like, mm-hmm. is he good to me? Will he come yeah. through? Like, read that book. Right. Um, so foundational. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of a life-changing way mm-hmm. to think about it, just in terms of, like, if God can't sin, he can't sin against me. Yeah. Like, he can't fail me. He can't leave mm-hmm. me needing something. Yep. And so if I believe that, even if sometimes you have these, like, you know, doubts or worries that are kind mm-hmm. of firing in your brain, kind of like Nick said, am I, like, moving forward and knowing that at the end of the day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've started reading that book? Mm-hmm. I have. I'm not like too far into it, but yeah, Just I've gotten started. to that part at least. So yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's good to kind of like think of the holiness of God mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. as like a good thing for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, because yeah, we can kind of think of like God's holiness or like just anyone's holiness is just like, uh, they're just like this, per- they think they're this perfect person or like that holier. I mean, mm-hmm. that whole phrase that she uses, like, holier than holier thou. Holier than thou. It's, yeah. kind of a, she, it's like a negative thing. We're like, oh, holier than thou. It's kind yeah. of this, like, person that conveys this, like, arrogance or 
condescension condescension mm-hmm. but judges she, like, everybody else yeah but she like flips it to say like no god is holier than thou mm-hmm. and that's good yeah. for you mm-hmm. and, um, and that makes him trustworthy yeah because mm-hmm. he knows everything that you don't know and he right. can control everything that you could never control no exactly and one of my favorite parts in that book it's like at the beginning um when she's talking about like you may not be able to like see him physically but you can you know who he is when you remember his ways and you, yeah. when you like remember who like the what he's done and how you've experienced him like you can't see him physically mm-hmm. but when you have that faith and you know that he's there and you remember what he's done for you mm-hmm. then like you'll know who he is kind of yeah. thing mm-hmm. so i don't remember exactly how it went but i yeah. love the way she put that yes cuz he's never changing so who mm-hmm. he's been in the past like he he's gonna can't be different be. than that absolutely what's the word that you learned for that I don't remember. <laughs> Which, oh. What is it? <laughs> Impassable. Oh, yeah. Oh, when she described that, I was like, I don't know what that means. And Nick uh, had to define it. No, I definitely had to look up a few words in that book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I look literally like, look at, I like write it beside. I'm like, this is what this word means because I have no idea. Yep. But yeah, it teaches you new words though. That's good, yeah. So it's really yeah, cool. Reading's great. Right. <laughs> reading is so, and I've been getting, because look, I hated reading in school because I had to read, and I feel like we've had, we've talked about this, because mm-hmm. I had to read to like write essays and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I always despised it. But now I love, I've been love, I've loved reading even more now just because I'm doing it for fun and like more educational things like that, like mm-hmm. Christian books and stuff to help my faith. And so I've really been enjoying it a lot more now than I ever have. So that's also been really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so in what ways have you guys like questioned God in your life and how have you worked through that? I can go first this time if you uh, want. I didn't look at you that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think there have been definitely times in my life that I have questioned God poorly and times that I have done better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kind of going... So in college, it was like first time I was out on my own, mm-hmm. making my own decisions, trying to discern how the world worked mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I did kind of go veer down a path of like some choices that weren't all the best choices, um, weren't the best for me. And it was a lot of me trying to like take the reins, figure things mm-hmm. out, not be patient, not wait, do things on my own, um, justify mm-hmm. a lot of that. And I think the Lord revealed to me later that a lot of it was that, like, the the reason, the root of a lot of that was because I believed in God, and I believed, I guess, that he would provide, but I didn't really actually believe in my heart that he would be good to me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, like, that his will would be the best thing for me and the most enjoyable place for me to be. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, sometimes it's easy to, like, we want these certain things, um, but to, I don't know, it's almost like I pictured that the Lord would give me a man who was a good husband, but like, would he be cute? Would he make yeah. me laugh? Would he, like, I didn't totally trust mm-hmm. who he would bring me and just like that across the board. Um, and so once I learned that and made a bunch of mistakes and realized like, I'm doing a really horrible job of this <laughs> and I don't want anything to do with yeah. it. Like you have to figure this out. You have to come through. Mm-hmm. I even like just with the dating example in particular, um, just stopped dating for a long time, um, until I met Nick and then slowly, um, kind of, you know, we used into that, like getting mm-hmm. to know each other. Um, but yeah, it's like the Lord does want to put things together for you that are mm-hmm. so, so good. And the timing is perfect. And it's really hard to like wait through that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where the, the trusting deep yeah. down has to come in. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. I mean, so. <laughs> I'm like literally like where you where you were. That's kind of yeah. Just yeah. like literally, that's where I am right now. As far as just like future and just literally, and I kind of jumping ahead to another question, but that's totally fine. <laughs> but yeah, just like literally, just like trust. Mm-hmm. And I kind of talked about that last night. Like in yes. this season, I literally just have to let go of control because I am such a I'm a controlling person as far as like I need to know every detail, mm-hmm. and so just not knowing what my future holds, not knowing who I'm gonna marry, not know you know all the not knowing when, that kind of thing. Yes. But literally just trusting and knowing that, like, God's got it, like, mm-hmm. you know? And whenever I fully, I think, I think whenever I fully, like, step back and let go, like, it's going to happen. And yep. when it needs to happen, you yes. know, like, when, I, when I'm when i ready. Yeah. And so I love how you said about timing, too. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's like during that season of waiting, he's building in you the trust in him, the relationship, mm-hmm. and also the character so that you can like survive the blessings yeah. that he yeah. has for you. Like you said, waiting's hard. And that's like, yeah. and waiting's been like a big word for me this year. Mm-hmm. Even like talking with Macy at like the beginning of the year, her word for this year was like wait. Mm-hmm. And that was before I even had anything about waiting. Yeah. And so now that's just been a big thing, like mm-hmm. waiting, but also waiting in community too like waiting you know not going through any of this alone too yeah like having a community around you yeah like you can be vulnerable you can tell people that it's hard and like Mm -hmm. share the struggle of that exactly yeah that's really good so has god been trustworthy am am i cute (laughs) i would say you're pretty cute (laughs) god is good Um, but yeah i mean the waiting thing just to kind of um, talk about that for a little bit um it's like sometimes we think of like waiting as the same thing as like patience mm-hmm. insofar as like there's there's this thing that I want and I just need to some more time needs to pass before I can get to it. But I think in those seasons of waiting, the lesson to be learned is kind of that like maybe I actually didn't need that thing as much as I wanted or thought I did. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of learn in those seasons of waiting that like actually like I have everything I need in him mm-hmm. and like you just need those periods of like a pause to to stop pursuing those things that you think you want Mm -hmm. because that's just like that's going to be an endless thing that you just do the rest of your life if you keep getting access to those things Mm -hmm. so for god to just like put a pause on that it's kind of to teach you that he's your sufficiency yeah and he's enough and that Mm -hmm. thing could come or go you know Mm -hmm. you're at the point where like yeah god could bring it into your life and bless Mm -hmm. you with it or he could not and you wouldn't be bitter about Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't be upset about that in the Mm -hmm. long run because that's you know that's not what i was pursuing yeah um Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, that is really good because sometimes it's so easy to, like, really focus on the thing that you mm-hmm. want. Like, I want a certain job. I want to get into this school. I yeah, want to get yeah. married. I want to have a baby. Mm-hmm. But how many of us know people who have any of those things and still feel such lack? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And so it's like the thing isn't going to give you that fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, literally, we can only find our fulfillment in him. Mm-hmm. And that's something I read in, like, a, a leadership book or something, like, a couple months ago. Um, so many people find fulfillment in, like, their job or, like, the work that they do instead of, like, finding it in, in Jesus and, you know, in mm-hmm. Christ, who he says we are. And yeah. so, yeah, just like you said, like, we don't find our fulfillment in those things. We find mm-hmm. our fulfillment in him. Yeah. And, you know, so just being okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, to, and then to answer that, the question more directly, probably similar to, to your story of just the ways that I've questioned God have been kind of back to that, um, idea of trust and just how I wasn't trusting him by mm-hmm. obeying him. And so mm-hmm. like my disobedience toward things that I knew I should be doing or things that I was doing that I knew I shouldn't be doing. I think that those are manifestations of me, like not, not trusting God, therefore like mm-hmm. questioning him of like, 
you know, these are his ways and like I'm, I'm convinced of that. Like I understand mm-hmm. that I get that, but I'm not going to do it because I don't trust that they're, they're best for me. Um, so it's just kind of like this subtle like questioning of God yeah. and like, you know, is this really going to work for my good or is this going to benefit me at all? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And so, yeah, it's kind of, it's a subtle thing. It's not like that, like obvious, like shaking your fist at the sky, like God, mm-hmm. why is this happening? Or right. Um, but I think it's more, I think those subtle ways are more common for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like those little, little ways that we just yeah. question him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in trust and relationship, I don't think it's bad at all to question God, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Levi, our two and a half year old, like mm-hmm. asked me not all that long ago, his <laughs> first why question, oh. but he got in trouble for like jumping on the couch. And so we had to turn the TV off. Mm-hmm. And um, then he was like, mama why you do that why you turn the tv off mama and i was like well come here and let's talk about it you know and so it was like an invitation to better teaching and better Mm -hmm. correction um and you know if he's listening and obeying then he can like have the fun things you know absolutely and um i think in a lot of ways like god is the same way it's like i'm not trying to withhold stuff from you like we can talk about it Mm -hmm. and maybe you'll get the full you know, answer that you want, or sometimes you don't. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think, like, he's he's big enough to handle our questions. Yes, absolutely. Like, we, nothing we say is too big for him. Like, yeah, he's he like, is, oh, he's like, I'm shocked. <laughs> you know, our biggest struggles are like, oh, that's light work. Like, yeah. I got that. Like, don't worry about it, you know? Yeah, like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's so good. So when thinking of the future, how do you guys maintain confidence in what lies ahead rather than, like, fear or hesitancy of the future and the unknown um how do you guys stay confident in that and not have fear i also still quick nick technically came up with this question i have to give him credit for that oh no i wasn't i was just i do have to give him credit we did this a panel and reach and nick came up with the questions and i took that from him so i'll give you credit for that it's a really good question though and it fit in perfectly with this topic so of course i didn't mean to no no i want to give you credit uh, there's a there's a verse and again back to the psalms this is psalm 139 um, but it says even in darkness i cannot hide from you um, to you this is talking about god to you the night shines as bright as day darkness and light are the same to you um, so the idea of like even in the darkness like god um, god is light and like the darkness and the night are the same for him um, and i think about that like because when i think of the future it's like a very dark thing mm-hmm. it's just as far as like I'm, it's not not a lot's illuminated. I, I don't really understand what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but to kind of like rest in like knowing, knowing God mm-hmm. is to like know. It's it's like to know the one that like holds the future and holds mm-hmm. the past and like the present, like he holds everything. Right. And so to have that relationship with him kind of illuminates those dark places. Um, even if I still don't like understand, like, it's not like I'm getting like prophetic insight into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a way in which kind of relating to him in like an intimate way can kind of just give you that, like that rest of knowing that like, I'm good. Like this is good. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I'm talking about, um, Levi again. Um, one of the cool things that I've kind of learned just kind of from our relationship and just interacting with him is how he he kind of has that same relationship to me as like I'm talking about with God mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. he's right now he's like two and a half but even like back when he was like one you know as just like beginning to form like consciousness <laughs> and his personality um, like he there's very little that he knew like he didn't know much about this world like mm-hmm. everything's just brand new to him and like blowing his mind 
Um, but so anytime you <laughs> would encounter something new or just be uncertain about something, he would like look to me and just see how I like react. My response was it. to it. Yeah. So it's like if I'm like cool and calm and collected, and if like a new person comes, or if he like falls and like like lightly like bumps himself, he's like looking to me for like how should I respond to the situation mm-hmm. based on mm-hmm. how did my dad respond to it. Yeah. So he's like taking those cues for me, and so it's similar to like that of like we like encounter so much unknown and like we we see ahead of us and like I don't know what to make mm-hmm. of that but to kind of look to God and like yeah. say okay like like he's so good, he's yeah. good he's got this so like I can be good and that, that's how mm-hmm. I can react too mm-hmm. so I think that's been helpful too to see absolutely like, play out in front of me too mm-hmm. yeah yeah kind of similar to that um last night at reach the youth ministry during worship I had our you know five-month-old baby or whatever it's kind of like just praying in the back and I was kind of laughing because she will just be, like, so chill, like, just literally so in. <laughs> but she's just sitting there, like, watching mm-hmm. whatever. She was just, like, watching the band. Yeah. You would think by looking at her that she was asleep, but she was not. She was, like, fully watching. Mm-hmm. And um, so I always thought she was super chill. But then it turns out, as other people have held her, like, sometimes she's chill, but sometimes she's just not sure. But as mm-hmm. soon as I get her, she is, like, Completely good to comforted, go. comforted, yeah. Yes. And so I was kind of laughing about that, watching her. But then, like, the Lord, since I was praying when this is happening, he was like, it's because she trusts you. Like, mm-hmm. she knows that if oh, she's with other people, so like, yeah. like, she doesn't know yeah. what's going to happen. She doesn't know if mm-hmm. they're going to be able to provide for her, you know. But if she's with Mama, she has no doubts. And, like, it was almost like in that moment he was saying can I be that for you, mm-hmm. you know? And yes. just, like, mind being blown of, like, am, am I that, am I resting like that mm-hmm. in the Lord? Like, not always. I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, squirming a little bit right. a lot of times. Um, so As we all are, so. <laughs> yeah, kind right of that invitation with, yeah. to, like, mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm with all these other things, like, if I'm following my company or the stock price or, you know, the housing crisis or whatever's going mm-hmm. on, like, I might not be good. But if I'm in the arms of God, then I am good. Mm-hmm. So learning how to rest in that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Resting in him. Mm-hmm. Come rest on us. I love, <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. It's a fire song, though. That verse was like fire and wind let's picks up. Let's just do a cover real quick. <laughs> right. Where's the guitar? Where's the guitar. Oh, I got one here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, play, I'll play drums, of course. You Obviously. Know. <laughs> of course. Obviously. What else would I do? <laughs> um, so I just have one question to kind of wrap everything up. So, how do we show the love of Christ to people who are questioning God or maybe to people who don't know God? Um, and are kind of like, or just new in their spiritual walk with him, what would be your advice to them um, who are new at this or who are questioning him right now in this season? Just kind of leaving them with some last advice. Yeah, so when Satan tempted Jesus with questioning God in the desert, Jesus responded with the word, and Mm -hmm. that was how he fought through that. Um, And so I think that, you know, just diving into the word whether it is kind of the first time that we've really done that for ourselves or just reminding ourselves um when we see who god is i mean that is the truth that's like in there Mm -hmm. in the bible and um really realizing that whatever promises are in the bible whoever god's uh, the bible says that god is like that's who he is Mm -hmm. to me like it wasn't just to david just to abraham just to isaac yeah like that's to britney spicer in 2023 as well um and and that's just a beautiful way to like renew our mind but also to get to know him and Mm -hmm. to know who it is that we're even trusting and what we can believe for and it just activates so much faith like when you're ruminating on the actual truth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely 
Yeah, I mean, I would say like, like whether you're somebody that's struggling with this yourself or you're interacting with somebody that's kind of going through some of these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, patience is kind of needed and discernment too. Um, so like the discernment thing is um, a, helpful th- a helpful thing for me has been to break down like whether it's doubt or like questioning into these three categories. Mm-hmm. So there's like volitional doubt, emotional doubt, and intellectual doubt. What's the first one? Yeah, can you define <laughs> For those yeah. of us who need <laughs> some definitions. Yeah. Volitional, it's like an act of volition. It's an act of the will. And so like you're willfully like, and that's why, that's the most aggressive one. And that's kind of the one where, I mean, Jesus dealt with a lot of these these people in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the ones that he would even like write off. Like he wouldn't even answer their questions because they're, they're just being so willfully and like trying to trap him. They're mm-hmm. not interested in understanding. They're like asking these questions right. in a disingenuous way. So like when you deal with like that, so it's like having discernment to like, is this someone that I'm dealing with? And then in that mm-hmm. case, it's like, um, you know, Jesus kind of set the example of like, I'm not going to like answer your questions. He would do that sometimes mm-hmm. or he would like ask questions back at them to try to reverse the tables on them. Um, but then there's the other two are, are easier to like kind of help people through and disciple them. through. Yeah. Like the emotional doubt, like is something that I kind of went through and experienced. And it's kind of just that like that anxiety that you feel. Um toward questions of like God and existence and like things you're going through. Um, so like, that's like an emotional reaction that you're having. And then the intellectual is just these kind of questions that pop up of like, you know, whatever the question might be, or what, even like the hot topics of today of like homosexuality and the transgenderism um, mm-hmm. topic of just like, how do I intellectually understand these things yeah. in light of my Christianity and my faith? Um, so those are all like cat ways of categorizing it. Um, and all three of them, it requires just kind of um, maintaining your integrity and maintaining um, just the character that you have in Christ and not just like letting pride creep in and how you deal with people that are struggling with that and just like shut it down and say like, you shouldn't ask that question. You shouldn't talk about this, but being willing to have the conversation go on and talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, just understand how patient God has been with you in your times of questioning yeah. and, and try your best to demonstrate that and showcase that to other people and be like yeah you know that's it's normal for you to think you know ask that question or talk about or mm-hmm. talk about that so mm-hmm. let's talk about it. let's walk walk together through it um so yeah i mean that's just advice to to kind of take into those conversations that you may have with other people and mm-hmm. then also just you know for ourselves because it's it's not something that really goes away like we all mm-hmm. have our periods right. of, of going through whether it's the emotional thing mm-hmm. um or the intellectual thing, or even, you know, God forbid, if we're, like, volitionally, like, trying to, like, resist him yeah. and question him in a way that's just, like, trying to shut him down and out, mm-hmm. um, you know, God help us if we're doing that. Yeah. But he'll reveal that to us if we mm-hmm. maintain humility. Yeah. And I think in, I guess, having these conversations with other people, like, three things we even talked about last night was, like, then we came, it was, like, love, listen, and stay consistent, I think, was, like, the top three things. So just loving people, listening to, like you said, like being open, listening, and then just staying consistent with that relationship too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, those are good takeaways last night. Yeah. Good distillations from Pastor Sam. Yes. <laughs> it was good. That like one question was like really good. And it was a deep question too, yeah. but it was great. So, yeah. well, I mean, that's pretty much all I have. Do y'all have any last thoughts or anything? Hmm. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, I don't think there's anything yeah. that I can think of. <laughs> Nick, you got any last words of wisdom for us? No. Was that panda good? 
It was really good, y'all. I had some. I had Pan Express right before we ate. Or <laughs> food's on my mind right now, y'all. <laughs> and I, pa- Panda has an appetizer. No, we're about to yes. eat again, so that was. <laughs> that was my appetizer. Now yeah, yeah. for the main course. Now I had Panda earlier before we filmed, and okay. it was very good. I still have a crab burger, and I'm gonna eat right after this. So um, we're gonna hop off real quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, Brittany and Nick, thank y'all so much for coming on the podcast. I love Thanks you guys. I appreciate you guys. It was fun. We love um, you. Love you guys. So peace out, fam. Mm-hmm.